Good morning and welcome to our service uh, this Sunday morning, the 6th of December, which is the second Sunday of Advent. I'm delighted, first of all, to say that there are live services again in our churches, and this Sunday we are meeting at All Saints Burnham Thorpe. Uh, but for those of you that cannot get there, here is our podcast version. of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. When the Lord comes, he will bring to light the things now hidden in darkness and will disclose the purposes of the heart. Therefore, let us confess our sins in penitence and in faith, firmly resolved to keep God's commandments and to live in love and in peace with all. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour, in thought and word, Indeed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may serve you in newness of life, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, 
pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And in this season of Advent, we say the Kyrie. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. And the collect for this Sunday, the second Sunday of Advent. O Lord, raise up, we pray, your power, and come among us, and with great might succour us, that whereas through our sins and wickedness we are grievously hindered in running the race which is set before us, your bountiful grace and mercy may speedily help and deliver us. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honour and glory, now and forever. Amen. The reading is taken from Isaiah chapter 40, verses 1 to 11. God's people are comforted. Comfort, O comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her, that she has served her term, that her penalty is paid, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice cries out, In the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all people shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, Cry out! And I say, What shall I cry? All people are grass, their constancy is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades, when the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand for ever. Get you up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good tidings. Lift your voice with strength. O Jerusalem, herald of good tidings, lift it up. Do not fear. Say to the cities of Judah, Here is your God. See, the Lord God comes with might, and his arm rules for him. His reward is with him, and his recompense before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms and carry them in his bosom and gently lead the mother sheep. This is the word of the Lord. The second reading comes from Peter, chapter 3, verses 8 to 15. But do not ignore this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like one day. The Lord is not slow about his promise, as some think of slowness, but is patient with you, not wanting any to perish, but all to come to repentance. 
But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a loud noise, and the elements will be dissolved with fire, and the earth and everything that is done on it will be disclosed. Since all these things are to be dissolved in this way, what sort of people ought you to be in leading lives of holiness and godliness, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be set ablaze and dissolved and the elements will melt with fire? But in accordance with his promise, we wait for new heavens and a new earth, where righteousness is at home. Therefore, beloved, while you are waiting for these things, strive to be found by him at peace, without spot or blemish, and regard the patience of our Lord as salvation. This is the word of the Lord. of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark and our gospel reading this morning is taken from the very beginning of Mark's gospel chapter 1 first one the beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ the Son of God as it is written in the prophet Isaiah see I am sending my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, maketh paths straight. John the Baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptised by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptised you with water, but he will baptise you with the Holy Spirit. This is the Gospel of Christ. May I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Comfort ye, comfort ye my people, saith your God. It uh, turns out that we have been turning to the food of our childhood, during lockdown, with Cadbury and Mr Kipling in the fall. We know the words, Comfort ye, comfort ye my people, saith your God, from that first tenor recitative of Handel's Messiah, which for me 
is one of those wonderful openings which sets off a world of sound and of anticipation for both the oratorio and of my memories of listening in the past, live in Bath Abbey and at home. Frequently, on a cold, frosty Sunday afternoon in late Advent, when I am writing Christmas cards. Now, although this is chapter 40 of the book of Isaiah, everything suggests that this is the beginning of another author, usually called Second Isaiah. He is writing to those in exile. His readers had been taken into captivity in Babylon. They, or their parents, sometimes 40 or 50 years before. And they remembered sadly and deeply the Jerusalem of the past. Passages from Lamentations point to the feelings in their hearts. How deserted lies the city, once so full of people. Bitterly she weeps at night, tears are on her cheeks. After affliction and hard labour, Judah has gone into exile. The roads to Zion mourn. All her gateways are desolate. Her priests groan. Her enemies looked at her and laughed at her destruction. And into this comes the first words of the prophet. Comfort ye, comfort ye, my people. Now, our exiles have not turned to mini chocolate rolls or cupcakes, but to the stories of the past. It is in this exile that the laws of Moses are codified, refined, respected, and the identity of Israel, the identity of the people, markedly delineated. Much, by the way, as I observe many years later, that the Italians in New Jersey, where I was living, seemed to be much more Italian, <laughs> to my eyes, than the Italians which I knew from the country itself. And so a voice cries out, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make it straight in the desert, a highway for our God. Mention of the wilderness or the desert instantly recalls for us the wanderings of the Israelites which for 40 years were very far from straight. They were neither straight physically nor spiritually. Our tenor, though, continuing with our memories of Messiah, has got other ideas. Every valley shall be exalted, every mountain and hill made low, the crooked straight and the rough places plain. This new exodus, which was foretold and which will come to pass, will be direct and assured, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. And there follows a pastoral comforting. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms and carry them in his bosom, and gently lead the mother sheep. 
but we know that this is more than comfort, more than pastoral, but of course it's another foretelling, the promise that we are now waiting to celebrate, the promise of the coming of the great shepherd of the sheep. Amen. Let us now affirm our faith together in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for this chance to come before you once more in our church building, once more together as a congregation. And as we wait in this Advent season, help us to prepare our hearts to receive you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we thank you for the continued good news about vaccination against COVID-19 we pray for those organising the logistics of delivery and for all those who will administer the inoculations. We pray for your help that they may be able to do this work successfully. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, who gave us the gift of the land and the sea, we pray for our farmers and fishermen as they await the results of the negotiations taking place in Brussels this weekend. Whatever the outcome, there will be changes for them to embrace and challenges to be overcome. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father of all, we bring to you all who suffer in mind or body or spirit. We pray for your comforting and your healing touch. Among those we know, we include in our prayers today, Jill Smith, Alan Elkins, Barbara Fletcher, and Penny Cora. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. 
Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for those who we love but who we no longer see. Help us to be certain that they are safe and at peace and at rest with you. And we pray now for the friends and family of Joyce Scholes, Mary Emma Lloyd, Janet Yardley, Dulcie Woodhouse, Mary Woodhouse and David Bevan. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Eternal God, who rules the world from everlasting to everlasting, speak to our hearts when we are fearful and when there is distress among the nations. Keep us steadfast in the things that cannot be shaken, keeping us strong in things which are unseen and eternal. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And so now we join together in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Just before we come to the blessing, um, uh, some notices. In particular, this morning, please, I'd like to draw to your attention the schedule of carols on the hour, uh, which will happen on Christmas Eve. Uh, because of the limitations of how many people we can get into our churches, um, we are replacing our traditional large carol service, which takes place at Burnham Westgate annually, with... Uh, five smaller carol services. Uh, they're called Carols on the Hour and they will happen on Christmas Eve morning and the schedule can be found in the magazine or on the website or indeed on Facebook. Um, but I'm now trying to act as a recruiting sergeant. Uh, I would like volunteers please to sing in the uh, chancel of these churches of ours uh, in unison, uh, you don't need to read music, but to come and sing, and this is particularly directed at those people that have wished to have been able to sing in church and haven't been able to because of the restrictions. And I want to try to find six people to sing in each church. So that's a whole total of 30 people, please. Um, so if you would like to volunteer just to join a group and just to sing uh, carols which you know and love, please give me a call. Let me know which church you uh, want to sing in and uh, we'll sign you up. And so we come to our blessing. May Christ, the Son of Righteousness, shine upon you, scatter the darkness from before your paths 
and make you ready to meet him when he comes in glory. And the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son and Holy Spirit be among you, be with all those you love and remain with you always. Amen. <laughs>